Uh, yes. So when last we left our heroes, um, you were setting up tents at the hostel. You had just made the deal to get soul coins and tents. Um, you were talking about going to the bar. You were talking about looking for the Kenku. You were talking about bunking up for the night uh, or just generally exploring. Um, oh, and you also had encountered uh, a flame skull that seemed to be muttering to itself and kind of wandering around. I say I remember a that. what? A flame skull. Just like a skull engulfed it's a, in flames. A floating skull exactly. engulfed in green no, fire. Just a funny name for a bird. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like Ghost Rider without the rest of the body. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, but it appeared to be that this creature was just sort of like muttering to itself and looking Ooh. around like somebody walked into the kitchen and forgot why they went in the kitchen. Cool beans. Okay, So where to, gang? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember where. Did we? Dragon want to go last. Did we rest? Are we like good? Did we chill? No, we're not. We we're okay? not good. Well, I mean, we're good, but we're not rested. I, I don't we think we were down a lot of. You're probably rested because you are in the back ranks. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even. Yeah, I don't think you actually get into a combat or anything, so you might be I, fine. I'm looking at if this is my most. Oh, I am down sheet, some spell slots. So and, and, oh, I think this is this this must be my most current sheet. We're level six, right? Yes. All right. Um, oh, I know my spell slots are gone. Are you sure we didn't uh, camp one night? <clears throat> I I'm showing that I have full hit points, but I've used three hit dice. Um, yeah, same. I think you got a short. And I'm down left. almost all. Oh, of my we spell did a short rest. Right, right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, I get all my back on my short rest. <laughs> oh, I like that you drew a the holder on the back of your sheet there. Oh, <laughs> you're artiste. Beautiful work. What well, beauty is in the eye of the beholder? That's terrible. Get out of my house. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty close to what the first one looked like. He's happy. He's a happy yeah. beholder. Aww. <clears throat> but yes, so you have a couple different leads, a couple different options here at Fort Knucklebones. Um, things seem to be stable for the moment, uh, although not safe. <clears throat> um, I mean, I kind of feel like maybe we should just take our long rest, camp up, take our long rest, and there was no urgency to our plan last time, I don't think. The urgency comes from the fact that you know that things are not good in El Terrell. Yes. Uh, and you know that you've improved the situation such that Raven Guard felt comfortable dispatching you to try to do something to fix the problem. Right. But also, isn't, like, the thing we overheard, isn't somebody, like, literally coming here to, like, do some Merc Dirk on somebody else? You overheard the interaction between these two warlords that they were going to uh, kill a third person who we don't think is here which and and uh, well, I'll, I'll do this in, in Dragomir uh it, it puts us in interesting position on the one hand we have some information may be useful on the other hand I do not care if these evil fucks kill each other for the rest of time and also if we reveal our hand and say hey we have this information that is a target on our back yeah, it is equally got. likely that instead of aiding us and turning on each other they all just turn on us yeah Probably very tasty. I'm 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 not. Let's let's, let's get him up. rest up and find the Kenku and get the hell out of here. I like that plan. All right. We'll so the arcade in the morning. That's when arcades are usually the most busy. <laughs> if you want to buy math. <laughs> uh, jokes on you. At Fort Knucklebone, you can get math any time of the day. Figured. It's all over the ground. That's yeah, the light stuff. Yeah. They have like one of those quarter pushing machines, but it's just meth. <laughs> <laughs> just back out. Um, so so coins are actually made of meth. It's <laughs> just grind it up. You can smoke it or you can spend it. You can't do both. <laughs> um, 
So the hostel is where you've set up your tent. Uh, you may recall that the skin flap that separates the hostel from the rest of the inner courtyard. Uh, you know, between the human centipede joke I cracked earlier and the repeated use of the word hostel, I'm getting a very, like, 2000s horror vibe. Yeah. That is a yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, very torture porn. Yeah. This, uh, this thick flap of hide that hangs between the hostel and the center courtyard is covered in thick barbs that you had to push aside with a trident when you came in here the first night. Right. Thunder's going to say thick hair. Thick hair. I was going to vomit all over the table. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly the scrotum of a giant. A very hairy... <laughs> now that we've got all the ball sack jokes out of the way. Now oh, we have oh no. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. What? <laughs> barely scratch the surface. Scratch the more ridiculous utterance I've never did here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We haven't even gotten to the bag end. Oh, God. Second? Well, let's go set up camp in Sac City. Alright, so when you pop a tent. Sac City, bitch. Sac City, bitch. Sacks in the city. Uh, Somebody stop. Kate, I hate you for the same reasons I hate myself. Uh, so, as a long rest, it is up to your prerogative if you want to establish a watch. Yeah, I think yeah. that's probably mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. I am not hurt at all, so I don't mind watching first. What's our order going to be? There's going to have to be three shifts for everyone to get a long rest. Oh, um, no. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll take the last watch. I need my sleep because my, my spell slots are just... You need your beauty rest. I do. Okay. So it's going to be uh, no no shifts from Nemea. First shift Zanzari, second shift Ingrid, third shift Dragomir. Doesn't it, like, do either of you guys, like, need, because, like, I have all my spells, I have all my health. Well, we all get a long rest if we take three Yeah. Watches. Oh, oh okay, okay. No, okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Right. Zanzari. Your passive perception's like a billion, right? 19. Okay. <laughs> Might as well be a billion. About two hours into your shift, you see that there is uh, a rat that scurries in from behind the barbs. Rat Masterson? He <laughs> followed us into hell? All the way. He's back! <laughs> um, no, he died. Oh. Right now he's in hell. <laughs> no, he's in hell. He's a devil rat. <laughs> uh, the rat scurries over to the other of your two tents. You're probably sitting in front of your tent. Who do you share your tent with? Which party member is in your tent? Um, probably the big guy. The big guy? Yeah, we're used to spooning from the war. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. I, I've, I've grown accustomed to my tent smelling like sewer. <clears throat> yeah. Sewer goat. Sewer goat. <laughs> sewer goat. <laughs> <laughs> it's next character. Disgusting. Um, but you do see this rat scurry over to the tent occupied by Ingrid and Nemea. Uh, and when the rat gets there, it sort of looks around <clears throat> and it squeaks. And there's like a rippling effect on the top of the tent. Um, you don't see invisible creatures, do you? Uh, I don't believe I do. No, I no. That's good because there aren't any around. Hmm. But the um, the tent ripples as though like a bird or something is landed on top of it. Okay. And then you see, uh, <coughs> very slowly, as if being painted on, uh, using a uh, dark black-ish, so dark you can't tell the color, but it, it, it could be some other color, um, it, painting of like, it starts as a circle, slowly around the top of the tent. Can I interrupt this thing? Can I try to... Can I... Do I have a moment to, like... Yeah, yeah, it's... it's shoo, shoo! Yeah. Scared away? Uh, when you, you shoo, shoo, uh, there is a clunking noise, 
and a tiny, like, bottle of paint goes tumbling down over the side of the tent. And it just leaves a nice, like, black streak over the side of the tent. And the rat books it, and the painting ceases. Hmm. Who's there? Uh, you don't get a response. Um, can I knock an arrow and point it at the top of the tent? Sure. Like where it might have landed? I say again, who's there? Uh, you get no response. Did I hear it, like, fly away, or do I do I have any sense of... of you know, can uh, I hear give it? me a perception check with disadvantage. going to be like, uh, it's nine. Uh, hold on. Uh, nine. Believe it or not, yeah, you actually do have a pretty good idea of what happened. Okay. Um, you, uh, you didn't hear a lot of noise at first because the sound of this little paint can falling down, um, but you do actually see there is a slight point on the corner of the tent where it's sort of like being pinned in as though there's like a bird foot on it. Okay. Um, um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to put down my arrow, but I'm going to draw my short sword. I think I got a short sword. I must, or a dagger if I don't have a short sword. You have a short sword. You've used it before. And I'm going to, I'm going to, um, yeah, I do. I'm going to, uh, kind of walk up to it and, um, not quite, not quite pointed at it like this, but like kind of have it ready and say, you know, reveal yourself. And then you can hear uh, from the corner, like behind the, the skin flap, you can hear a voice go, Busted! And uh, this space where you know there's an invisible creature uh, reveals itself to be just an imp. And he's got black paint all over his hands and all over his groin. Ew. Was he painting with his dick? My god. Well, it's, it's a higher form here, I guess. <laughs> Sometimes you need to make fine details. Really smooth strokes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will I will grab the bottle of paint. What is this? What are you doing? It's paint, stupid. I know it's paint. Why are you painting our tent? I was gonna put a dick and balls on it. Oh. Oh, that's the circle. Oh, well, that's not how you not how you draw a dick and balls. <laughs> this is how you draw. <laughs> <laughs> are you actually going to indulge him in this? Do it, fucking draw. Yeah. Draw a big veiny triumphant motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, all right, give me a diplomacy roll with advantage. There's persuasion. No, performance is using it. Uh, performance, actually. <laughs> there's was, persuasion. First off, that was an A tier joke. Great yeah, job. That was a very good joke. Secondly, uh, let's do performance. I like that. I like that choice. Uh, performance with advantage. Okay, good. Because my performance is my performance is balls. Oh, got him. Uh, ten. Cool. Um, let's see how good he would have done. He looks very impressed. Nice. <laughs> wow, you're a regular Picasso. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's classic. I love it. I love oh, it. that's the first time anyone's been impressed by Sanzer's dick. <laughs> There's only so many ducks you can have at a time. Fuck me. This is a good one, guys. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Ooh. Is it here? Is it Sanzer's dick? <laughs> That's a good one, man. What's your name? Pins. Pins? Pins. Nice. That's needles. Oh, nice. And he points over to the rat, and the rat's like... <laughs> <laughs> do you know Rat Masters? <laughs> uh, do you want to ask Pins any questions? Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm going to say, so I'm going to say, you know, uh, 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 you know, you're a funny dude. Here, have a, have a coin, and I'll, I'll take one of my, or just a regular gold piece, and I'll flip it up to him. 
See if he catches it or cares. Uh, he tries to catch it in his mouth. Oh, nice. Um, he does. He catches it in his mouth. How? <laughs> nice. Oh, oh that, that's a struggle on the way down. Ooh, wait until it comes out, buddy. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Hey, needles, needles. Yeah, yeah. I, I want you to watch something. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Don't tell me there's like a row of glass bottles and he bends over it. The bottle break. <laughs> William Tell. Last <laughs> apple off your head. No, there's a closet sitting on the fence somewhere yowling because it's in heat. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, uh, well, it's good to meet you, Pins. Hey, uh, hey, we're new around here, which is probably why you're over here busting our stones and painting dicks on our tents. Yeah, you're less likely to stab us than those shitheads with the red hats. Oh yeah, they're kind of dicks, aren't they? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's going on around here? Anything cool? Oh, there's that biker gang, the Icker Kickers. <laughs> wow, they're not like a bunch of like, you know, bankers and accountants and shit with extra money and they hit retirement age and they're just driving around warriors. pretending they're yeah. Are they like weekend warriors of hell or are they really badass? Well, you know, nobody really knows why they do what they do, but they're really good at sick tricks. Oh yeah, like what, like? Motorcycle tricks, or yeah, they ride these devil's rides. Those uh, the big two wheelers with the big long handlebars, oh, the, like Duckman. The big boy yeah. bikes. <laughs> and he says, "Yeah, you know, if you uh, go up the river sticks, there's some ramps up there, and they like to go over the ramps across the river." Oh, is this is the sticks near here? Uh, he says, "Yeah, actually, the um, sick tricks of the Icker Kickers going over the river, river sticks on their motorcycles." <laughs> wow. <laughs> Don't look at me! They wrote it into the fucking book! <laughs> Alright! Kick that fucking asshole out, man! Leave me alone! I'm just drinking over here. Uh, yeah, he, he points to where the river is, which is actually fairly nearby. Oh. Um, on this map, I pointed the wrong place last time, but it's actually, you are right here. Oh. And that's the, uh, the index finger. It's basically the shocker of Fort Knucklebones. Shocking. Okay. <coughs> Maybe slightly further south than the actual point depicted on the map, because the so illustrator are you talking about these points or this thing. Uh, further south than those points, but the points is supposed to represent it. It's you're, okay. you're functionally like here-ish. Okay. But yeah, and he's, he points. If you were on top of the battlements, you could see the river from here. But you know, you okay. it's Avernus is dusty enough, and things are just like red enough that it's hard to actually see anything. Yeah. Um, and finding landmarks is a challenge, even outside of the river. Like looking for mountaintops is sometimes challenging. So. Uh, question, does uh, Avernus have like a like a day-night cycle, like you recognize it, or no, it's always a constant light and temperature? Yeah. Um, really hot and super bright? <laughs> it is said that you can only measure time by the intervals between the screens. Nice. Great. The music ended at such a good time. <laughs> that was like, oh. <laughs> All I can think of when you said that is that beginning scene to uh, Robin Hood Men and Tights. Ah! Coming! We're so busy! We're so busy! <laughs> We all have to get, gather around and uh, synchronize our watches. <laughs> oh, you got, uh, I got I got two screams. <laughs> so yes. Okay. Um, cool. Um, hey, uh, uh, you know we're actually gonna we're actually here to see a couple of Kenku. What do you know about those guys? Oh, those idiots. Uh, they talk really weird. Yeah. Yeah. They talk, yeah, I've, I've heard that they talk really weird. What kind of guys are they? Uh, one of them is uh, kind of a tall, skinny guy, and uh, he does all sorts of stuff like under machines. And everyone's kind of short and fat, and he does all the stuff on top of the machines. Nice. 
Uh, machines are kind of their whole personality, really. Not a lot going on upstairs with those guys. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, uh, um, well, cool. Well, it was good meeting you guys. Yeah, right on. Uh, yeah. We'll be by to prank you again in a few hours, I'm sure. I like it. A few screams. <laughs> oh, time to draw more dicks. <laughs> oh, you know what? Back to the grind. The do not disturb sign on the outside of the tent. So. Uh, do, not, do not disturb. Yeah. Uh, and he says, let, 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 me, let me show you other classic genitalia from the upper world, and I'll go into the sand, and I'll take like sticks here. You can try some of these shapes the next time, and I'll just like draw these weird. And then I'll then I'll brush them out. Remember what they look like, and then you can paint them next time. Why did this that one have a tongue? <laughs> yeah. Was, why are these all goats? Why do these all have horns? <laughs> They're horny. <laughs> he says, hey, if you haven't done it already, you should introduce yourself to Mad Maggie before you leave. Well, I think we heard about Mad Maggie. We did. We did hear about Mad Maggie. I recognize yeah, yeah. Uh, good tip. I think we're going to, but yeah, thanks for reminding me. I forgot to write it down in my notes. And with that, uh, Pins uh, takes his leave of you. All right, man. Have a good one. And he flutters off and turns invisible when he gets about 30 feet away from you. Nice. A little double Making plop falls in the sand. Making friends with my minus one curse. Is, is there a gold coin in it? <laughs> not yet. No. Yes. You should fall around to get money back. That's just a ton of blood. Yeah, his metabolism is not fast. <laughs> uh, the rest of your watch passes by the tent. Those chocolate coins. What, the chocolate's on the outside? That's gross. <laughs> So yeah, the rest of your watch passes without incident. Uh, oh, a couple more hours go by. And uh, at that time, it's Ingrid's turn. Hi. Hello. Ingrid, you wake up and you have a giant, beautifully constricted dick on I, I, I just, I just quickly say, okay, shift change, bye, and I run my own tent. <laughs> and then you look and there's this elaborate dick painted in the side and it's signed Zanzer. <laughs> but you've only ever seen dwarven dicks and you wonder where the beard is. <laughs> is there still a paint can around? <laughs> <laughs> it is quite empty at this point. Oh. Wah, wah. <laughs> Kick the can. It's, like, it's realistic like a Caravaggio. Like, it's like, damn, the, the detail, the shading. The eyes follow me. <laughs> that is a man who really knows the oh essence my God. of I can't tell if it's smiling or not. <laughs> Ingrid just leans in and goes, is that anime? <laughs> A butterfly lands in your hand. <laughs> is this? Uh, is, it, is this a piece? <laughs> is this human genitalia? <laughs> Goat genitalia. Uh, so yes. Two lipstick. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. Your shift goes off without a hitch. Nothing bad happens. Zero dicks are drawn on your shift. God damn it. <laughs> uh, once your shift is complete, it's Dragomir's turn. Yes. And nothing bad happens on Dragomir's shift. All right. So nothing bad happened on any version. <laughs> uh, when you rise, you all get the benefits of a long rest. <laughs> get your spell slots back. I wake up. He's brand new tent. We already have dick drawn on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had it. We had an artist in residence stop by. Well, now we know which one is ours. Yeah, but then I go. turn around and there's like 40 dicks on it. Damn it. Yeah, they all got dicks on it. There's actually one. One, one long multi-part mural of a giant dick. <laughs> Like getting into the Disney World parking lot, and everyone has the little Mickey thing. On their <laughs> well, well, they're all individual <laughs> together, and it forms a big one like those pictures where they take like Voltron, and I'll form the dick, <laughs> and I'll form the head. <laughs> the watches pass. You have your long rest. Just back. I'm very happy. 
Yeah, I love so, that many. It looks so good. And, uh, you know, you were able to pack up your tent. Um, your tent, by the way, is made out of these very thick hides. Uh, they're very heavy, uh, like a big heavy fur coat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you realize why in the morning, even though you were taking watch and you didn't see it occur, there's lots of little, like, singes and burns on the hair on the thick skin of this. Hi, Matt. The thick skin of this tent. Good job. She keeps bringing you toys. Like, come on, play, play. Yeah, she, she does that. <laughs> she, she's basically still three months old in the brain. Um, well, so are we all. <laughs> true enough. That's why we're playing Dungeons and Dicks. <laughs> Dick and Dungeons. <laughs> Plum and them depths. Um, anyway, but yes. Uh, and you see, there's all sorts of little singe marks, and there's like sediment that has made its way into the, uh, the thick hairs on the outer layer of these tent skins. Um, it must be like volcanic ash settling, just stuff that's gentle enough with the constant particulate effect of the dust swirling around on Avernus. You didn't really notice it, but now you see like why you'd want to sleep inside of one of these things. Mm. Hi. You're pathetic. You sickened me. <laughs> <laughs> that is really sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. There you go. That's all she wants. If you really want to get her motor running, grab that receipt, crumple up, and throw it. I don't want to get her that wrapped up. <laughs> all right. Uh, so where to? Uh, we're. I think. Um, well, okay. So we're going to compare notes. You obviously got some information tonight. We're not. Perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I remind. I'll remind everybody about Mad Maggie because I had forgotten about mm-hmm. Mad Maggie. Yeah. Good call. And then, um, you know, I didn't. I didn't actually. You know, I didn't waste a ton of time talking to these guys. I was just trying to make friends. You never know when uh, when friends are needed. I didn't expect to get much useful out of them, so I didn't, like, grill them. But they mentioned the Kenku are kind of weird, and the, the Icker Kickers are kind of dicks, and uh, we should make friends with Mad Maggie, and I think we all kind of knew that. The Dicker Kickers. Now, how, is, is Xander kind of wording it the way you just explained it, or...? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll explain, I'll basically explain the encounter, mm. you know? I, and, and I don't want to read... I think I'll leave out the part of the <laughs> That's fine. I, 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 I may just, selectively edit that. I'm just thinking, like, I, and I know you were just having fun with the fun encounter, but I'm kind of, like, giving, like, the, the look, and not so much at Ingrid, who's not as familiar with the party dynamic, but mm. definitely at Nemea, who's like, like, Xander was making friends with strangers in the middle of the night. This is not the Xander we are familiar with. <laughs> no, it, it, was, it was, it was, I did it exclusively as a ploy to try to make friends in this shitscape. Okay. That was, that was the whole reason why I was doing Definitely, it. definitely fruitful, definitely a good thing, just not something I would attribute to your character immediately, especially given the situation you yeah. find yourself in. I mean, no, hey, like, it's okay, if you just want, if you want to make friends, like, if you want to find a new girlfriend that's not a vegetable, like, that's... <laughs> I will, oh, oh, I will, I will definitely point out the whole River Six thing, because I really want to get this <coughs> fucking thing solved and resolved right. and get, get uh, my, my city back and my girlfriend back and all and, that And crap, the... So. Well, you gotta play the country song backwards. Nice, nice. <laughs> so you summon the devil. Um... <laughs> And the mechanism, if I remember correctly, is if we get the half of the contract from what's her name, Zeriel, and we dunk it in the river Styx, Elturel ascends back to the Prime Material Plane. That is, that's, that's, that's so? one plan. That is one theory. So yes, uh, and I think everybody at the table is about to remind you the same thing. But it's not necessarily as simple as dunking river Styx. That is an example of one of the ways that you can void the contract. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a number of different ways that the contract might need to be voided, and okay. you don't know that for sure yet. Uh, it's presumably something that will be revealed to you when you have both halves. Gotcha. Um, the shortcut to this would be let's go kill Zeriel, which would be Dragomir's suggestion. Let's find her and kill her. Yeah, let's fucking kill the Queen of Hell. Like that, That's gonna be super easy. She's only got, what, fucking a billion hit points? 
I mean, so do you when you keep coming back from the dead. Yeah, you know, you're not wrong, yeah. Didn't we learn last week that Zeriel is actually a fallen angel, right? Yes, Yes. we did learn that. And she And Lulu was was her steed. Yeah. I'm 90% sure Zeriel's that sad-looking And there was some bullshit with her sword. We we found that her sword was, like, a big thing. They wanted to find her sword. Nobody could find her sword. Yes. Yeah. I still think maybe introducing ourselves to Mad Maggie is the play. Yeah, I think we gotta meet, you know, off-brand Mad Max. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's my suggestion. Are. That's Dragomir's suggestion. I, I'm, all, I, you know, it's the party's decision. I think Dragomir's decision is let's kill everything and everyone around us, but that can't really be the plan. So, I, I, I do think it would be best for us to talk to whoever is quote unquote in charge of uh, this place. Carpal tunnel. Yeah. My thought is, uh, what if we go talk to the Kenku? That way, if shit with Mad Maggie goes bad, we have a known escape route. Bikes. So, okay, I'm, I'm going to put this in Dragomir terms. Um, being very lawful and this being a plane of law, if we start talking to someone's subjects, employees, the residents of their little world, mm-hmm. without paying proper respect and doing due diligence, we might run into more trouble than we would have if we just took the time to go introduce ourselves and you gotta say hi to the host before you can Irish goodbye. It's a chain of command kind of thing. Yeah. Before you raid the, the fridge. <laughs> Blow up the bathroom. Literally. Looking at, looking at you, Benjamin. You can drop I a grenade. That That's not a metaphor. <laughs> I literally poop grenades. It's Greg Mirror, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Alright, let's go. Right. Do you think we should bring anything? I don't know. Like, like, a wine, a fruit yeah. basket, chocolate, fancy a finger basket. <laughs> finger um, sandwiches. <laughs> Just sandwiches full of fingers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think we have anything that she would want. Okay, that's the. Uh, I mean, the, we've got a lovely dick coins. drawing. Yeah. So, yeah, but we have four soul coins. I bet you she's got like a Scrooge McDuck money vault full of them. Yeah, we're like, here's four pennies. <laughs> that that would be like going to Jeff Bezos and being like, hey, I bought you four bucks. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. And he'd take it. He'd take it from you. He'd take your four dollars. <laughs> and then he'd push you over and take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They didn't want your mom into space just for fun. <laughs> no, my mom's not a millionaire. Oh, uh, yeah. Then she'd probably just be redirected right into the sun. Okay. So um, to, to the Maggie. <clears throat> to the Maggie. So uh, from what you know of forts and their layouts, you can basically surmise where like the centermost keep type area of this fort must be, mm-hmm. uh, where you assume Mad Maggie makes her lair. Um, and you get up in the morning and you get out of your little hostile space there, uh, and you have to walk past the arcade to get to the front of the keep. Uh, you do see that the well is still running. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appears to run throughout all time because they don't actually have a day night cycle as you pointed out earlier uh, and there are still a bunch of leathered up hobgoblins mm-hmm. playing drinking games playing knife games they're having fist fights for fun uh, one of them seems to be missing a bunch of his teeth and he's just drowning his pain with some sort of weird fiendish liquor uh, it seems like it's been a raucous party in here all night mm-hmm. uh, and it must have been pretty loud but you didn't hear it so the sound cancelling effect these knuckles must be pretty impressive. Either that or the giant thick scrotums they make these uh, <laughs> tents out of is also got some sound dampening qualities. Yeah. You don't find that dummy thick. 
<laughs> that's what that's what girls love is a dummy thick scrotum. <laughs> Make them clap. <laughs> it is also covered in barbs. And hair. All the hair. It's like Velcro. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Remember the game? Like it was like a dartboard with the one side of the velcro, and you had the little ping pong balls on the other yeah. side of the velcro. And you throw like I just throw it, throw it at some guy's giant balls. And it's a game in hell. <laughs> Pin the balls back on the velcro board. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you see that the hobgoblins are still doing their work. Uh, it we appears... are going to either end up killing them or joining them. It's there is no two ways about or these both. hobgoblins. The one thing you're paying you any attention as you walk by, either. Like, you have to get somewhat close to them to pass the arcade, unless you're going to really go all the way around the courtyard. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I should give you an idea of the size of the uh, the interior of this fort. The center courtyard's got to be a couple of hundred feet across. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole fort is maybe a little bit bigger than a football stadium. Gotcha. Um, you it's don't big. really know how big the gap is between what would be the index finger and the thumb of the fort, mm-hmm. where you've been told the garage is. You haven't been to the garage yet, uh, but based on what you've seen from the rest of this fort, it's probably about that large. It's, it's big, but it's not like a castle. It's just big. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to the keep entrance, uh, and there is actually, like, uh, as we would think of from, like, modern times, a turnstile to get in through the keep doors, the front doors. Like a football stadium. Yeah. <laughs> is it like just a turnstile and there's nothing around it? There's so nothing around it. There's like some uh, some of the velvet ropes. <laughs> you see that meme where it's like one like three foot section of chain link fence and the footpath through the grass that just goes around it? Yeah. It's basically it. that, yeah. It looks Damn like... Damn it, a toll booth! <laughs> it, it, honestly... Who's, who's got some dimes? <laughs> yeah, go back and get a shitload of dimes! <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a souvenir, basically. It looks so out of place that it looks like something that must have been acquired. And put here for funsies. But the devils okay. love law and order, so having a device that keeps you in a queue is probably like their favorite thing in the whole world. Just fucking horny for toll booths. Yes, they love that shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, are you going to walk through the turnstile or just go around it? I'm lawful good. Yeah, see? <laughs> Not just devils, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate the devils, but I love their turnstiles. <laughs> Their adherence to line-keeping technology is to be admired. <laughs> I love the cue. <laughs> so I'm here watching Dragomir pop a boner in their queue. Only devils. Like, Jesus fucking... Listen, I- listen to well-lubed turnstiles so good. Is <laughs> 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 <Use> ASMR. <laughs> Uh, Always super mega rock. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dragomir steps through the turnstile. He's not like firebombed when he does it. Right now. <laughs> that would be shit. Either. He goes through the turnstile and a fucking waterfalls. Yeah. No. It's... Good job. Good job adhering to our law and order. Now we're gonna kill you for it. Like, yeah, there's an X with tape painted on the floor. <laughs> so no, uh, Dragomir gets through the turnstile. And nothing bad happens. Okay, I'll go through the turnstile. You click, 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 click. <laughs> Wait. Well, I'll have to like. Sort of. With me like, over myself. It's like neck height for you. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Uh, no, it's, um, it turns out it'll be what, like three feet off the ground, so it's gotta be like boob height. Alright, nothing bad happens to Just you either. Just batted aside my Raxity dwarf titties. Like, my desire for saying fuck it to the rules is hugely outweighed. By my desire to not to die. Live. <laughs> kick, 
Can I just say that I really think Nemea is the type of bitch that would see a turnstile with no fence on either side of and it and clearly it. walk around and then hop it. Just, just, just you know to what? be a cunt. Yeah, retcon, I'm doing that. Retcon, I'm doing that. No, then it locks up for the next person they go to walk through and it's like, get it. I don't care. Give me a... It's, it's got one of those counters on the top to see how many people are going through it, but it's, it's perpetually at 666. Like, Give me an acrobatics chest. So, so what are you doing again? She's hopping the turnstile. She's hopping over the turnstile that has nothing on the sides of yes. it. Yep. Exactly that. Uh, yes. That's going to be a fat four. All right. Uh, yeah, you try to hop over. It is graceless. You catch it right in the thigh, and you windmill slam into the floor. Oh. <laughs> Ingrid actually claps. Appropriate. That's appropriate. Uh, let's see. You can take one point of damage. Do you, you know what? It's That's fair. Do you, do you not know how turnstile works? Listen. It's not for hopping. Yep. It's a turnstile. No. <laughs> I, I deserve that one. That's fair. That's fair. I but. know my next wild character is going to be named. <laughs> so much of this recording is just going to be Brian's wheezing. Yeah. Sorry. No, I love it. <laughs> you guys are all crazy, and I just walk. I just I don't bother going through the turn. Sorry, I just walk past right. it. Give me a dexterity. I'm just kidding. Claxons <laughs> <laughs> go off. Tie fighters, fighters come out of the lightning bolts. <laughs> Sansa gets fucking vaporized. <laughs> I suppose I should have done a perception check first, but that's okay. It's actually uh, the Indiana Jones uh, illusion, except backwards, so it's like the only path is through the turnstile and everywhere else is fall down the cliffs. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you go around the turn. Nothing bad happens. It's just a turnstile in the middle of a room, you guys. <laughs> you fucking put it there! <laughs> Cowards. Listen... Listen, we're in hell, hey, man, and there's both devils look. and demons here. Let's not fuck around and find out until we fuck around and find out. Also, you can't call us cowards. We literally tried every possible permutation for how to get around this turnstile. We, we tried it all. Yeah. We hopped it, we went around it, we went through it. We didn't go under it. You know, we could have blown half our spell slots. That would have been that would have been more that would have been more typical of uh, real D and D players. And it poker with a ten foot pole. Now, now you're thinking with human centipedes. Scrums. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's, you go past the turnstile, there is like a, a small receiving room, it's got some high-backed chairs. Uh, they look like chairs that would have come from El Terrell, actually. Uh, and indeed, there is some, uh, uh, what's the word, not etching, but fabric. Come on, brain. Upholstery? Uh, there is some upholstering. It is, when you do a pattern in the upholstery... Damask. Embroidery? I've never heard that before. Embroidery is what I'm going for. Oh. Um, <clears throat> Embroidery it's, is so Damascus is woven. Oh, I did not it, know that. It's actually Damascus. I'm just saying. Sure, whatever. It's a word that nobody knows. Uh, actually, it's actually yeah. yeah, girl power on the other side of the table. It's Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I took costume design for a reason. But the back of the uh, the backs of these chairs thing? actually do depict uh, some scenes from El Torellian folklore that Zanzer picks up on readily. Um, nice. And it's like real old folklore. It's nothing that you know is current enough to be considered factual anyway. Like El Torellian fairy tales. They raided my grandmother's parlor for this, so... Or anything, the shelf, anything, too. anything, anything goes these days. <laughs> anything goats. It's <laughs> my least favorite porn site. I just, I just well, lost my like favorite musical number from the front, front end of an Indiana Jones movie. Yes. Anything goes bad. From this vestibule, there are a number of different hallways that lead off in different directions. They look like they go into rooms... Uh, laid out in a similar fashion to like a museum. So incomprehensible. 
Uh, Ooh, sure. I love a museum. <laughs> is there a directory? There is no directory. There's no pamphlets in a, in a brochure case. There's, there's someone no... holding a pole with a, like a marker on it, but instead of a tennis ball, it's just a human head. Uh, in the center of the room, there is a uh, pedestal with like a glass case on top, and the glass case is populated with a couple different odds and ends. Um, old rusted bells, arrowheads, uh, there's a dagger that's on like one of these prong dudes to hold it up, I forget what they're called. Mm. Displays? Sure, I'll just go the stand. There's a special name I'm trying to think of, but I can't think of it. Dagger Are there stand. any like, um, you know, like little plaques that you come across in the museum where it's like, this is hoity-toity, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's actually no descriptions of anything. We didn't pay for the audio tour, unfortunately. <laughs> I had to go through the other, other turnstile for that. Yeah. Where's the docent? Every good museum is a docent. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, is, <laughs> is there anybody around? Like, could we steal this shit? Uh, it appears that there is nobody in this room with you besides who what? you brought with you. No. Let's not be stealing Nemea, from, uh, no. from uh, Ragged Dragon. <laughs> Nemea, yes. <laughs> no, Mad Maggie. We're Mad, Mad Maggie. Maggie. Uh, Rocket. Maggie. Yeah, let, let's, Rocket let's, Raccoon. let's talk first and steal later. Yeah. I need that guy's arm. <laughs> um, Alright, so I'm going to do the easy thing. Hello? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm coming, I'm coming. Oh, she's not hot. Fuck. You don't know that. Just because she's old doesn't mean she's not hot. Mm. Gilf. Gilf. You will politely wait in this Gilf's parlor. It takes a while, and then you see a woman, uh, a hunched over figure, wearing animal furs that are uh, sort of spotted in some places, striped in others, uh, stitched together and draped over her shoulders like a shawl. Uh, but even hunched over and leaning on a walking cane, she's only about six inches shorter than Dragomir. Whoa. Wow. And she enters the room. Yes! Yes! Visitors! And she looks up. She has this long, stringy white hair and a long, pointed nose with a big bulbous growth on the end. Um, she's got dangling purple skin hanging off of her elbows. Uh, she has these bizarre red wings that are sticking off of her shoulders like pauldrons. Uh, or not pauldrons. What the hell are they called? Epaulets? Epaulets, yes. Uh, sticking straight out. They appear to be like erect as in... like. Rigor mortis. So it's like an 80s power suit. Yes. Um, she is also wearing uh, some sort of like a cloth hat that covers up part of her hair, tilted at an angle as if it was going to be fashionable. Oh my uh, god, it's Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> she is wearing a belt. Uh, <laughs> Tell me it down. Uh, <laughs> I want to do some plot. Uh, there's a belt and uh, worn like right about below the belly button uh, is a insectoid exoskeletal skull uh, that's about this wide uh, from eye to eye and then the uh, from the top of the head to the bottom of the head is about like this long. It's and big. Yeah, it's big and there's uh, mandibles hanging <laughs> off of it that are about the same length as the rest of the skull. Uh, but it's bleached white now from age uh, but it appears to be something that she's using as basically a belt clip. Um, wow. That's dope. And she steps up. Can I help you? Oh. Um... Uh, please, hey, little Met, uh, please, please to make your acquaintance, um, very beautiful, tall woman. Um, uh, would you be uh, the aforementioned Mad Maggie? Mad? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> nice, and I high five her. <laughs> uh, she returns the high five, actually. She, she gives you big finger guns. <laughs> oh, we're besties. Um, when she does give you the high five, uh, the shawl uh, is not like held on with like a rope or anything like that. 
and you can see as it sort of separates Earth that fog. She <laughs> 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 just hold on. Boy, I rolled back up. Indeed, no. Um, she has uh, hanging off of her neck with a leather strap are a pair of goggles uh, that appear to be made out of some brown metal, uh, like a copper or a brass or a bronze, um, with some sort of green lenses. And then there is uh, a rotating piece with a couple different glass <coughs> discs that look like they could slot into place in front of the goggles, uh, as if providing another lens for whatever purpose that might be. Uh, but it appears to be something that is very mechanical in nature and does not match the rest of her ensemble. Um, but she it's, sort of covers that back up with the shawl. Um, what brings you into my museum? Um, I mean, we, uh, we have come to Fort Knucklebones to speak with Kenku. This is fort is under your control. We wish to introduce ourselves out of respect for your position. You wish to speak with Chaka and Clonk? <laughs> if, if, if these are their names, we have not met them yet. Uh, funny thing about Kenku, they don't name themselves, so we named them what seemed appropriate. <laughs> Apt. Yes. Yes. Yep. They are imbeciles. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure it seems that We way. haven't yes. met them, but we will take your word for it. Uh, Zanzer, what are you wearing? Wow. <laughs> um, describe it really slowly. <laughs> <laughs> While taking it off. Are you wearing the pink negligee? Tell me you're wearing the pink negligee. Are you wearing a goat like a hockey helmet? Tell me. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, his purple gambeson and his uh, leather kind of tunic thing over it. Mm, interesting color. It's called purple. <laughs> You dumb bitch! <laughs> wow! <laughs> 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 it's an eight charisma with all Gee whiz! <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> um, she looks over the uh, the stitching of her gambeson, and uh, one of the symbols of the Alterellian military is on there. Um. It, we'll say for the sake of the argument that it is the uh, the twin sun emblem, which is something okay. that would be common in all of their military clothing. Sure. Um, she says, Oh, the sign of the twin suns. So are you a fresh transplant? Um, I, I, I guess I, I would call us more visitors than transplants. Oh, think you visitors in this place. Fascinating. How no, did you get that's here? What, that's what we call ourselves. Did you die? Uh, Remains no. to be seen. One of you did. Was I, that, was, I did once. That's was, fair. was that a requirement? Fascinating. Maybe half. Maybe half of us died. Sanders really more of a rejected transplant. <laughs> uh, we come from the Overworld Tourism Agency. Yeah, right? We are uh, looking to establish a, a one-way, <laughs> two-way booth. <laughs> Warlocks, then. Worshippers of Asmodeus. Blessed be. Yes, mm, blessed be him, that guy. Uh, <laughs> give me, memory. give me a bluff check. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, one deception. is that? Deception. Deception. Bye, bitch. Yep. That's <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Um, <laughs> bye. <laughs> She's 
doing that thing that the gangster rappers do when they win a Grammy. They're just, yeah. you know, just doing like one of these, and then it's like totally wrong. <laughs> well, she makes the uh, she makes a hand sign for the Bloods, but Mad Maggie's with the Crips. Oh and it's just... um, she does say, "Okay, then who do you swear allegiance to, little one?" Oh, you know, I may have at one point, but um, she, you know, pet head injury or. Maybe. Can't, can't quite remember, so I've been a bit of a free agent recently. Mm, an enlistee? Sorry, what? An enlistee. In LSD? <laughs> Simpleton. Yeah, Do you make know. machines good like Chucka and Clunk? What is your purpose here? Oh, you know, I, I do do some good spells. She turns to Dragomir. I'm looking for someone who can hold a conversation. <laughs> it looks I mean, like who can speak to my level. So. I can hold many things. I am very strong. <laughs> I think I'm coming back to you. <laughs> uh, you must you must forgive us. We've, we, we've gone through quite a bit to get here, to be honest with you. So we're, we're a little... Um, this, is not, this is not our world, And if, uh, if you hadn't noticed. We're a little disoriented. <clears throat> this place is very strange to us. And we're still getting our... Uh, we're still getting our cavernous legs, as it were. It's a shame that you aren't from older times, and she looks sort of wistful. She says, I consider myself a bit of a history buff. Ah. I was hoping you died in the hell ride. Uh, no. We, we sort of, we sort of came with our, uh, with our city. The, um. The hell ride was many years ago, was it not? This is hell. So any ride is just immediately a hell ride? Simpleton. <laughs> Those who died in the ride continue to persist like phantoms. I was hoping this simpleton might be a phantom that could be the newest attraction in my museum. Uh, no, no, we're we're, we're just we're just uh, we're just uh, travelers passing you know, through. Passing through. Lulu is kind of fluttering around about you guys, and Lulu's like stroking her chin, like I was. It. Never mind. Never. Mind. <laughs> And that's enough for Maggie's. <laughs> you interesting. And Lulu's like, ah, mm, yeah, it must have been clear in my throat. <clears> throat> I think I swallowed my stogie. <clears throat> oh, and I've got diarrhea. I gotta go. Yeah, you think we're simpletons? This one. <laughs> and Maggie takes. She drew dick on all ten. <laughs> All tents covered in dick. <laughs> all dicks, all tents. Dicks as far as the eye can see. <laughs> and Maggie takes one step towards Lulu, and because of her prodigious size, uh, closes the gap between her and Lulu pretty much instantly with one step. And at this point, they're st- like looking eye to eye, and Lulu is like flooding around and has gone totally like stiff, aside from the wings and a little shaking. And uh, Maggie says, "I would quite like to know what you saw when you were at the hell." Ingrid will, like, take Lulu and, like, sort of get in between her and Mad Maggie. And what are you? Dwarf. And your role here? I point to my axe. I hit things. Not in my home you don't. Oh, of course not in your home. That would be just rude. I want what's in her. You know, fancy There's not that. a lot there to get. Fancy that, so do we. Intriguing, tell me more. There are 
things that um, we wish to know from our good imbecile friend here. That just draw that target on her. Unfortunately, she can't remember, and we have no way of making her remember. She doesn't break eye contact from Lulu while you're talking, and she says, I might be able to help. Do you dream? And Lulu goes, Ah, yeah! Yeah, totally dream, like, all the time. It's great. Uh, I dream about bigger stogies and not being here. (laughs) And Maggie (laughs) coughs up some ball of phlegm into her hand and just all over the floor. Excellent. I have something I'd like to show you. Come with me. Great. Walk this way. <laughs> and she does she does like shamble her way uh, through the museum. And as you're touring the museum behind her, uh, you do see that this is a wealth of objects from Elturel's history that have been accumulated over centuries. Uh, the most striking of which is a gigantic tapestry that depicts uh, Zeriel at the head of a war host uh, departing a portal into hell. Uh, and at her side are figures that you recognize now from your out-of-body experience in the helm uh, as Lord Olanthius, uh, Harmon, and Lady Ale. Do we see the Holophon? Uh You do. Zeriel's mounted on top of the Holophon. Okay. <clears throat> but you also see the rest of the Hell Riders, and uh, depicted in the far, far background uh, is an image of uh, one of the like captains or something along those lines, some sort of leadership position. Uh, that is apparently directing a retreat back through the portal. Mm. And the characters in the foreground have not, apparently have not noticed this yet. Okay. Do we, like, we don't recognize the person in the background at all? <clears throat> you don't. Okay. Is there any images of Zeriel holding her sword? Uh, she is holding her sword in this depiction. Um, I will make a note of the sword and say, uh, he's quite an impressive weapon. Is this in your collection as well? Oh, no. That would be... The pièce de résistance. So, John, backing up. So, some, some, some of their hosts are retreating back through a portal the other way. It looks like there's some like lesser captain or whatever, somebody who's not part of this meeting of generals from your memory, that is leading a retreat of some of the forces back through the portal. Okay, so, so, it's suggesting it's the portal back to our world. Yes. Not a different portal to, yeah. like, the Abyss or something. Yeah, or at least a world that looks like yours. It's green and has some yellow light to it, you know. It's got fields of green. Is there anything interesting on, about uh, how they're dressed, or, or do they have any, uh, you know, logos or sigils or anything that uh, we recognize of these they are, TVs? They are, uh, the characters in the foreground, at least, you can get a better look at them, because it's just a tapestry, obviously, so you can't right, get right. detail on it, but... Uh, the characters in the foreground are wearing the same uh, insignia of the twin sons uh, as you. Okay. Uh, and you know that because the Hell Ride occurred hundreds of years ago, that that imagery, which you always assume to mean the son and the companion, predates the companion. Interesting. Oh, that's very interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's weird. Hmm. It's two testicles. These figures, uh, did you ever... Make their acquaintance, Maggie. You know, such such an impressive woman as yourself perhaps knew such a famous group as this? No, no. No, sadly not. Uh, I know that their souls still haunt these wastes, but there's a lot of ground to cover, and I'm a busy woman. Mm, okay. All right, well, uh, shall we? What is that symbol 
four. Well, they called it the symbol of the twin suns. And when you ask her a history question, she gets very excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her, her, she has this total personality shift where she seemed very intimidating, mm-hmm. but now she's like actually a little giddy, like a school kid telling you about something they've learned. Uh, and she goes into detail about the twin sons, which originally depicted two of Elturel's greatest heroes, uh, united to repel a demonic threat. Sons as in sons of... Sons as in producing light. Oh. 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 <clears throat> but not the companion? Yeah, I would actually, I'm actually, I actually want to ask her. You yeah. know, I, 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 we always thought that it was a, the son and, and the companion. Are you familiar with the companion? She says, yes, yes, modern history. I'm not interested. Oh. Okay. <laughs> then, then what is the other... What are the two sons, if it's not the companion? She says, well, it's hard to piece it together from the tapestries that I have acquired. That's why I was hoping to speak with either of these two who had conceivably been there, but uh, struck out again. But anyway, to me, I must show you the machine. Let's not put Rubu in a machine. It's a turnstile. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest turnstile ever. Nice. I've just sucked one year. <laughs> she uh, opens a door that says employees only. Okay. <clears throat> and behind that door is uh, what looks like a surgeon's table. Mm, no. However, <clears throat> I'm hating all of this. <clears throat> the surgeon's table is tilted at about a 45 degree angle. Yeah. Even worse. A platform at the bottom for feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do recognize in some various jars, glassware around the outside of the room, this is probably where she constructed the creature that's wandering the grass. Oh, okay. Uh, but in addition to that, uh, all around this surgeon's table, where you would expect to see you know, open space so the surgeon could work, has been replaced with what looks like a gigantic machine. Uh, this machine must be 12 feet wide, probably 15 feet off the ground. It's covered in pipes and valves, and there's hoses coming out. Um, bits of uh, um, like shaped steam boxes, uh, although no steam is emitted. You can tell from the warping that they would have been steaming boxes at one time. Uh, there is a large iron box that slides out from under the table that appears to be where you would store coals. Um, but there is damage done to the machine, and it, it looks like things have been sheared off of it. Uh, there is a part that's got all sorts of smoke damage on it, uh, and then there's actually like a whole section where like it's bolted to the floor, but one of the stabilizing legs that would have bolted it in place appears to have been torn off or fell off. Um, and she says, Behold, a relic from the times long forgotten ancient history. This machine could look into the past, it was used by devils to remember what it was like before the fall. Wow. That is a long time ago. Who constructed this monstrous machine? Uh, great as smiths and as modius as forge could not construct something as beautiful and elegant as this machine. It must have been the ancient Beatorians that occupied this realm before the devils fell. <laughs> Bear-torians? Is that like barbarians that are bears? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dave's extended cut. <laughs> she says, um, with this machine, we could peer into this one's dreams and see all that she does not recall. It looks like it's broken. 
Yes, quite, quite. This is why I have elected to ask for your help instead of killing you. I smell a fetch quest. Yeah, toads, toads from the goats, yeah. <laughs> All right, send it to our quest log. Toads, mixed throats, give me your quest log. <laughs> <laughs> she was going to say, give me your scrotum. <laughs> yeah, give me your scrotum. <laughs> That's what she writes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she writes, writes on Dragon scrotum with a very sharp quill. <laughs> you won't forget it. <laughs> Bring me nuts! <laughs> Mommy, sorry? Mommy. <laughs> Gee, Willikers. <laughs> so, uh, she begins describing the pieces she needs to make repairs. And she uh, prefaces this by saying she doesn't know how to repair this machine. Chucka and Clonk are like idiot savants. They know how to make machines work. Uh, and they have come in as consultants to figure out how to fix her broken dream machine. <laughs> so she says... <laughs> Um, it's my crow voice. It's accurate. Connection to the memory in the mind is best handled by celestials, and that is why the machine must be driven by forces from the astral plane itself. To siphon these forces, I need a set of astral pistons. Ooh. Pissed on. If I was that close to the astral plane, I'd be worried about getting pissed off. She says... <laughs> I went back and through it. You're terrible. Um, <laughs> She says, the fuel box underneath this table requires a certain amount and concentration of infernal flame, of which phlegathosian sand would be appropriate, I believe. I love all these made-up words. It really grinds my gears in a good way. All words are made up. It's funny you should mention grinding gears, for this is a gear-driven construction and a Nirvanan cog box from the Modronic plane of Mechanus would suffice. Oh, cog box. I think it's a cog box. That's what I thought it was. It's like too. a big box of fish. It's like a cod piece. But <laughs> yeah. For but, the box. Yeah. For robots. But <laughs> no, it's a cod piece but for your vagina. <laughs> she says, um, and one final component, and one I have not had the opportunity to make myself in my shame. I need a heartstone a device by which the Fae peer into the memories of mortals. We must extend its purpose to look into the memories of immortals. Yeah, we're gonna have to go to So, ast- so I caught the astral pistons. It's all on front, yeah. Right, the Nirvana Kaapas is from Mechanus. Yep. Where was the Phlegothian Sands from? Well, Phlegiston is the space in between space. Uh, but Phlegathos is the it's, fourth layer of hell. So that's oh. Hell, so, okay. Oh, we gotta go all over we the gotta, fucking we place. We gotta go all up yeah. and down. In, out. Pickety <laughs> split. <laughs> I searched up and down. <laughs> oh, God. This is gonna be a long one, guys. You're told to comb the desert. We're combing it. She says... Uh, oh, yeah, I found shit. <laughs> You're real dumb. All right. Uh, she says, I can see the look of worry on your face. She says, let me be crystal clear. I can provide you some leads to these items, some of them. Some of them you'll have to find yourself. But if you agree to do this, if you will repair my dream machine, I will use it to fetch the memories from inside this small one. You will have a place to stay within my walls. And if you swear that you will not align yourselves with any miscreant warlords then I have something else to offer you 